Drop the subject. It's a new Channel Q. All right. Hello there. It's Allie. That was very、uh, Mrs. Doubtfire when she has the whipped cream on、yes, her face. Yes, exactly. And then my face falls on the <laughs> road and gets run over by a truck. Oh, the shenanigans. It's Allie and Jarrett here with you on a very special day. Of course, it's Veterans Day, and a shout out to all the veterans out there. My yeah, grandparents、sure. were both veterans, and they were in the Coast Guard. Both from Boston. So, What is that accent? Oh, okay. Yeah. So she was in the Coast Guard, my grandma, and her, and that's where she met her husband, Cliffy. She, she worshiped a、uh, Coast God? <laughs> the Coast God. <laughs> Just the God of Coast. The God of Coast. Yeah. Yeah, okay.、Uh, I would be more worshiping the West Coast God than the East Coast God. But my grandmother,、uh, yeah, served many years in the Coast Guard. And,、uh, you know, shout out to anybody who has veterans of the family, who are veterans themselves. We are、yeah. obviously thinking of you today. My grandfather、uh, that just passed away、uh, fought in World War II. Wow. So made us a, a military family as well.、Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Well, yeah, it is. So it's a special day for that reason, of course. But, and、uh, traffic. Whew, that was a great that was a great experience. No one's at work. So,、yeah. oh, nice. Okay. It took me 43 minutes to get here. It was awesome. Anyway, it's also a very special day because did you know, Jarrett, that 11 11 is the most magical day of the entire year? And it is the most magical day specifically of 2019. I feel like According I, to witches. I feel. <laughs> According to、you、my witch me, friends. Had me all the way to the end there. <laughs> I,、uh, I feel like I saw in an Insta story post, like, oh, tomorrow, 11 11 is such a special day. Well, I don't、witches. really. You know how. Do you know anybody. For, according to witches.、Right. You always have to add that, like, TM. There you go. According to witches. My,、uh, my wife always does that. Hey, it's 11 11, make a wish. And I'm always like, okay, all right, sure, I'll make a wish. But this day specifically is important because it has,、uh, it ha- it has significance both in numerology and astrology. So any of you woo woos out there can listen right now.、Do、this is. Do woo woos identify as woo? <laughs> I identify as bi woo woo.、Uh, oh, okay. Um, and anyone who's supporting Marianne Williams st-、uh, still. Williamson, I, sent you, I sent you the interview need, from her yesterday. I need to she watch it. She was on CNN this weekend. Yeah. Was she saying、fight. amazing stuff as usual? Well, you know. <laughs> she, was, she was Marianne Williamson. Ning. Well, the、uh, 1111, it's a master number that、Ooh. links us with the ascended masters and the spiritual guides that have been assigned to us to guide our spiritual and physical lives, which help us evolve and become masters of our own lives. And then, of course, if you've ever heard of the fun little superstition that you should make a wish to、uh, on exactly 11 11, some people do this all the time, but it is a powerful way to use the magic of 11's numerology to help manifest and acknowledge the universe's abundant synchronicities. All of a sudden, Emmy's levitating. I don't know what's <laughs> happening over there. I'm making that happen. Oh, okay. That's I, me. I figured, yeah. Yeah, light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> In numerology, the number 11 is commonly referred to as the master manifester because of its luck and instant karma. Also, if you look at 11 11 on a clock, it looks like a doorway that you can walk through. So it's a, a moment for you to think about those doorways and anything that you want to attract into your life. Today is apparently the most important and the most powerful day to make those things happen. So if you at 11 11 a.m. and 11 11 p.m., Those are the most powerful days of the entire year to manifest your destiny. We will be on the air at 11 11. That's、um, what I told my wife. Yeah, so we'll have to like 
do something really woo. We'll be in News It or Lose It at that time, but we'll do something woo woo for you. <laughs> news It or Woo's It? N- news It or Woo Woo's It. Or yes. Woo Woo's It. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, it does put a lot. Of, I feel like some of this stuff puts a little bit of pressure. I was say, it puts pressure on you to figure out what the hell you're supposed to be doing today. Yes. Well, it's, I mean, I heard from our, our, the lady who runs our goddess moon circle she did a video to everybody every time you just say goddess moon circle i'm like it it rolls off the tongue i know none of you are judging me right now which is what feels great oh no 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 i am (laughs) no i want to make it clear i i'm fascinated by i don't pretend to get it but i'm i think it's interesting yeah well we had a goddess moon brunch this past weekend as one does and it was really lovely we got to sort of talk about all of our, our all of our recent goddess moon circles how goddess moon circles been helping us but then also it's another way to uh you know align your thoughts think about what you want in life and she put out a video today just reminding everybody that it is a very important day but it does put pressure on you because if you you know when they say manifesting and the whole law of attraction and all that stuff yeah they say you know you you have to manifest and you have to think about what you want without a shred of doubt you have to be able to picture it very specifically think about uh, how it feels to have the things that you want and then you know Get a, get away from any doubt or any fear or anxiety around not achieving that goal because that's going to be put out into the universe and then that negativity is going to come back on you. And ah, that's what makes me nervous is having any kind of shred of doubt or any kind of anxiety about achieving what you want. Then you're going, oh, wait, but, but now I'm being negative and now I put that out there. And ah, ah now I'm doubly thinking about it. And no, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Now the ne- negativity is going to come back to me. So it kind of Fs with you. Yeah, I feel like I I, I don't... I don't understand astrology very well and I don't understand numerology as well either like they're not something that was really of interest to me but I do think there's something to astrology I remember astrology first started making sense like something was up because in college I dated three guys in the same year and then in October all of their birthdays were in the same week and I was like whoa this is weird you didn't realize it until after you had dated all of them I didn't realize it until that week came and within six days all three of their birthdays came and I was like okay there's gotta be something to this Um, and so then it made me pay a little bit more attention and I would like you know read an in-depth horoscope from time to time numerology isn't something i haven't really gotten into yeah um, i don't know much about yeah, numerology. i don't get it as much but i know that some people swear by it so. i don't know yeah some people swear by it but some people swear by it a little too much for me i if it my thing with it is that if it helps you if it makes you feel good to read your horoscope or to to look into your astrological sign or when you were born and it, and you know you read about some of the qualities that other people might see in you or that you see in yourself if that's helpful then yeah. i don't see the harm in it we would say um, Amongst my friend group, um, girl, if you get your life and you truly get your life, <laughs> get your life. <laughs> and like that, like if it works for you, it works for you. It's like, so yeah. true. But then there are other people that I meet. They're like, oh, that's such an Aquarian thing of you to do. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that I means. Whenever I tell someone I'm an Aries, I get one of two reactions. It's either oh, oh or. or Oh. oh, and I'm like, what does that even mean? I know. Like, yeah. it's what it's are you crazy. Think, what just happened in your brain when and, I told you that? And, yeah. I, and I, I don't want to get into the specifics of circle because like what happens in circle stays in circle. Oh, but yeah. sometimes, like a true cult, these women will speak up and be like, "Hey, you know what? It's not a damn cult." <laughs> They'll be like, "Well, you know, my husband's a Scorpio," and then everyone goes, "Oh, <laughs> of course." That explains so much. And I'm like, "What? I'm I missing love, the boat, the witch I, boat." My my astrology friends that like really follow astrology 
astrology, I will just throw in like anything and be like, well, so you know what that means. And they're always like, yeah, yeah. oh, you're doing a thing. Like, <laughs> I do all it. the time to them. Yeah. Well, we have an exciting show lined up for you. We also have a very special Thanksgiving uh, segment to get into a little later in the show because Thanksgiving music is a thing, believe it or not. I know everyone skips over to Christmas music, but we're going to highlight some Thanksgiving music leading up to, to, to the holiday. Yes. And then this week is the biggest week yet in the impeachment hearings. We're going to be seeing impeachment hearings happening on television. We'll kind of give you a breakdown of what to expect this week. So much more coming up on Drop the Subject. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject with Allie and Jarrett here with you on this very special day. Happy Veterans Day to all and happy 11-11 for all witches out there. And of course, because it is Monday. I know a lot of witches listen to this show. We get a lot of emails and, and packages in the mail from the witches. I don't get emails, but I get vibrations, oh. which are just as well received. Wow. Yeah, I check them as red. <laughs> and now, the Monday Munch Report. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll have that. Yas, 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 yas. What are you doing? I'm blotting the grease. It's the best part. Let me see that. This is time in the show where we get to talk about the thing that I think you and I agree on the most, Jarrett, food. Glorious food. I mean, it's food glory. Oh, we already did that. <laughs> we can yes. do it again if you want. Yeah, we actually, we agree on loving food, but we disagree about this. Well, I wonder if, I wonder where we will have a disagreement about grilled cheese sandwiches. Grilled, grilled cheese sandwiches are one of the best foods known to our existence, I believe. And I've been eating a lot of them recently. My wife and I have been somehow on this this grilled cheese with tomato basil soup kick. Mm-hmm. Oh. We've had it for dinner several times. Nice. And we're like, you know what? Let's just well, let's do this do again. again. Yeah. This is great. Oh, that kind of makes me want to do that now. It's awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I not? It's almost like doing breakfast for dinner. You're like, okay, great. This yeah. is like a little vacation that I'm yeah. having right now. And it's nice. The comfort food is nice. It's also, we were both kind of sick. So, mm. and it, I think the change in the season makes you want something kind of warm and creamy. Yeah. Anyway, it got me thinking about what makes the best grilled cheese sandwich and I don't know if you know this Jared but the grilled cheese sandwich is actually a relatively recent invention I googled some of the history of the American grilled cheese sandwich as one does in the 1900s this is a scandal right here a man by the name of James Kraft Kraft with a K go ring a bell was pushed out of his partner's business and stranded in Chicago with only $65 to his name oh Kraft bought a mule, he purchased cheese, and then he sold it to local grocers, but he soon realized, and this is where a lot of things get invented, his cheese customers were having a problem with spoilage. So he found a way to blend, pasteurize the cheese, which he called then processed cheese, and then he it could be transported across the country without spoiling. He pat- patented that invention, and then he was mixing the grated cheese with a, a binder, which is like salad dressing, white sauce, or mustard, and then he toasted the sandwich between two slices of buttered bread, and there it was called the toasted cheese sandwich. And now we know it as the grilled cheese sandwich, but what makes a grilled cheese sandwich a grilled cheese sandwich? Because my wife eventually was like, why don't we start adding stuff to it? And I was like, why don't you stop it? Why don't you cut it out? Why don't you just well, cut it out? Because grilled cheese. Because Mr. Kraft um, often gets the credit for creating the grilled cheese sandwich, but he actually stole it from a black man. Uh, no, Re- no, oh, no, I, I was like, kidding. what? <laughs> <laughs> this is 
like friends all over again. <laughs> it is for you know. I mean, friends are stolen, yes. But the grilled cheese sandwich, not to my knowledge, has been stolen like, from oh a black Oh my women. god! Yeah, they I wouldn't be surprised. The Native, they stole it from the Native Americans. So that's the narrative I'm going to start here today. So it's a Native American cheese no. sandwich. No, it's not. <laughs> not that I know of. I mean, call us if you know otherwise. But like, okay, we had some jalapenos lying around. So if we're going to add those, still grilled cheese sandwich, right? Yeah. If you just add some jalapenos, even ham, I would say is okay, but you call it a grilled ham and cheese usually. You don't call it a grilled cheese sandwich. Well, so this is where it gets a little controversial because once you start adding things to it, people are like, well, this is a ham and cheese sandwich. But technically, um, anything that is a sandwich with cheese in it that is grilled on the on both sides with like a butter or controversially mayonnaise, um, if it's cooked on the outside that way, it technically classifies as a grilled cheese. So that is complete BS because you can't I just... you never like the, what the rules are. Just Well, it's not... That's Who made that rule? I mean, the Webster? Mr. Kraft. Mr. Kraft Mr. Did. Kraft didn't make it. Back You're when making he was that stealing, up. When he was stealing the recipe from black people. You are, li- he, you are uh, lying to my face. <laughs> no, yeah, that's actually... that's Because uh, when you go to a restaurant and you'll see like grilled cheese and they'll have like add-ins and I'm like, what exactly is... Like, this is a ham and cheese sandwich or this is a turkey sandwich. But like it's the way that it's cooked that makes it a grilled cheese, not necessarily the ingredients. Okay, yeah, but you can't do like a, a three layered club sandwich, and just because you toast the outside of the bread with butter means that it's a grilled but cheese if sandwich. But if then... there's cheese on both ends of it and it's grilled on both sides, technically it's a grilled cheese. No, it's no. I don't, I don't think putting lettuce on anything makes it a grilled cheese sandwich. I think as soon as you add a, a, a vegetable like that, no, it is no longer a grilled cheese sandwich. But yeah. how do you? No. Yeah. To everyone, for, for me, my, Even black my favorite grape. No, oh, oh, absolutely not. You will not put your grapes in my grilled cheese. Um, no, but like for me, I love to. I haven't done this in a long time, and now that we're talking about it, I'm like my mouth is watering thinking about it. I love this pesto that they have at the at the grocery store from Classico. I will take that and mix it with like a whipped cream cheese and spread that on the inside of the bread, no. and then do like Munster and provolone cheese oh. and grill that, and it is so good. I love it. Now I might I might do that here. Do for you, you guys. grill it? You should. Please yeah. do. I would like to try. We can have a grilled cheese off. Well, I will bring in an electric skillet. We will do it. <laughs> I, so the, you do it by skillet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or do you do it by a panini press? Um, I don't have a panini press, but if I did, I would totally do that. Yeah. yeah. That sounds but like. A good I option. also we were talking about this in our in our pre show meeting. Um, I heard people were talking about using mayonnaise on the outside, and I was like, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. And then I realized, like, uh, I should try this, and I did, and it was delicious. And if you think about it, it is the most American thing you can do. Well, smother yeah. a sandwich in mayonnaise but like, before grilling it. But mayonnaise is essentially like eggs and oil and like, you know, a couple of other ingredients depending on what you want in it. So like, Lard. it makes sense that it would, <laughs> that it would uh, you know, grill up really nicely and it's delicious on a grilled cheese sandwich. If you haven't tried it, try it. That's going to be the perfect way to have a grilled cheese sandwich. Well, the Monday Munch Report will reprise itself later on in the show, but of course I had to talk about grilled cheese sandwiches because it is a controversial thing. If you think a grilled cheese sandwich is still a grilled cheese sandwich with a bunch of lettuce and turkey and tomatoes in it, please, I want to hear from you. 833-77-CALL-Q so I can call you crazy. Also, later on in the Monday Munch Report, we're going to talk to you about the five other birds you should be considering other than turkey for Thanksgiving this year, and I think I'm actually going to do one of them. Oh, so birds. We'll see. We'll <laughs> Or drop the subject after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Well, while it's a very important week for any of you witches out there, it's also a very important <laughs> week for anyone who hates the President of the United States because the. Or if you love him, actually. I guess that's true. Yeah. It's just a big week regardless. So, what's going on? Because. 
The public hearings are starting. I know with the impeachment inquiry, a lot of these have been happening behind closed doors. And now the doors are opening. Yes, they are. It's time for us to blow the whistle. <gasps> yes. Um, really, any excuse to play the song. Um, so this week, we are going to be hearing from a few different people that are a part of the impeachment inquiry. Um, uh, looking at CNN Politics, uh, they say the week ahead on Tuesday, tomorrow, we expect that the White House may be releasing the transcript of an April phone call between Donald Trump and Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky um, to try and you know make their case that this wasn't a quid pro quo, as everything they're doing now is trying to say that this oh, wasn't a quid pro quo. So this is the sex, the uh, phone sex phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, because there are, has to be one. They were all over each other in that in the July phone call, um, and then on Wednesday is when public testimony is going to begin. So there, it's actually going to be a bigger deal than some people recognize. Uh, some, uh, I believe, CBS was the first to announce that they're going to carry the impeachment hearings live on television. They're going to preempt their daily their daytime programming and cover this. So, um, and PBS is going to have it broadcasting. Obviously, C-SPAN will have it, and the cable news outlets will have it as well. So everyone will be able to watch this um, as it happens. When Wednesday's um, public testimony is scheduled from Bill Taylor. He's um, the top State Department official in Ukraine who raised concerns about the shadow foreign policy being pursued by Rudy Giuliani and who internally called out Donald Trump's political appointee for tying political investigations to top security aid. Taylor can talk about why Ukraine needed that aid and why it was so important and why it's holding up was a a big deal. Also on Wednesday, we're going to hear open testimony from George Kent. He will talk about Giuliani's efforts to get former U.S. ambassador uh, to Ukraine, Maria Ivanovich, removed from her post. Then on Friday, we will hear from her. Maria Ivanovich will testify publicly about her recall at Trump's request. You'll remember in the phone call, he talked about their ambassador and how she was going to go through some things um, because they weren't big fans of her. And, and I see. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So Rudy Giuliani then got her removed from office? Well, I mean, it, it's... Theoretically. That's actually one of the big questions is like, how is Donald Trump arriving at his, his positions on Ukraine? Is this because he had this thought and then it trickled down from him? Or did it trickle the other direction and it like landed with him and then he made the changes did it come from Ukraine through Giuliani and then make its way to Donald Trump I see. or did Donald Trump get this information somewhere else and then decide that he was going to make these moves that's something that's still not really clear yet so I mean how long is this going to how many more people are going to, is this going to be more weeks long after this and it's just going to be weeks and the, yeah. how have they already decided all of these people or are they going to kind of assess the how the first week goes and then be like, all right, here's the next batch? Yeah, this is definitely more unscripted television than, te- than scripted television. Like they know who they plan to bring in at different points. But I, th- one of the interesting things that's been happening um, behind closed doors is they were saying that they were actually getting way more information than they realized that they were going to get. So they had to bring in more people. And I could see that actually happening here, um, depending on where this testimony goes. Um, they could end up calling in more people people that they hadn't planned on. The difference here is that they've already interviewed these people behind closed doors, so they should already have some good perspective on what they're going to get, but they're trying to make the case for the American people about why impeachment might be the way to go. But it could very well be each person is a Pandora's box. Absolutely. Where you're like, wait, what? What did you just say? Now we need to follow up on all those leads. Well, because they've been Pandora's box behind closed doors, so the the House representatives that have been in those committee meetings, they now know a lot more than they knew going in. 
seemingly the American people will now know more than they did when we start, got started. Well, I'll tell you what, this is great uh, great news for live television. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's going to be the Super Bowl of television. Uh, cable news is going to Everyone's going to be this. like, wait, wait. Yeah. What's my dad's login for Xfinity? <laughs> exactly, yeah. The cable uh, news people. Spectrum, what's the thing? I got to find a way to watch this yeah, live. Cable news people, have. I'm sure they've got their graphics and their music ready <laughs> and it is going to be a moment. So, um, And like, it's something that most pulling people... Pulling up their ties. Like, yeah. Ah, most sorry. people don't experience something like this in their lifetime. Again, this has only happened three times yeah. in the history of the country. This so. is like the hail bop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. <laughs> More next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Happy Veterans Day. Happy 11-11 Day. And uh, Drop the Subject is here with you, whether you're at work or not. Maybe you're just chilling at home. Well, that's exciting because Alexa can help you listen to the show live. All you have to do is say, hey, Alexa, play Channel Q on Radio.com, and she will listen to you. And I believe Siri is capable now, but that's what we hear. Of course, I don't know about her commitment level at this point, but I do believe that we're getting whatever Lady Samsung is working with on board as well. What is her name? Bixby? Uh, No. No, 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 it's not Cortana. There's like a Bixby or some weird-ass other name. Samsung. I'm doing a a quick Google search. Bixby? I've never heard that word before. You know how we did the baby name draft? We should do a a name draft for the next uh, virtual assistant? Yes, we should. Samsung Bixby is a virtual assistant developed by Samsung Electronics on uh, that came out in 2017. See, so Samsung went gender neutral. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... Siri, I guess Siri is a female. Well, but you can make Siri into a guy, a girl. Um, you can give it accents and all kinds of crazy now. You can, Oh, you could with Siri. You can. Yeah, you can. You can make the voice uh, different things. I mean, you can't make it Samuel L. Jackson, but you can definitely make it into other things. <laughs> I wish that you could just make it whatever celebrity you want. I remember Tyler Perry made um, so that Medea was doing ways. And she'd, oh, she'd be like, turn left. You know, it was just, it was yeah. really funny. So I remember, I think what, when Waze first came out, they also had Austin Powers. That's yeah, they how have old various voices. It was. Austin Powers is one of the only trilogies that I really want a fourth movie from. <laughs> I loved that series. You want a fourth I Austin love Powers? It. But like, it has to be Mike Myers. It ha- like, it can't be like some yeah, new Austin Powers. Yeah, but it's been Powers. so long. I know, but the, all the movies were so good. I'm nervous about the idea of it because like, it could really screw it up. And we're well, way off and topic And they can't, they can't do Mini-Me anymore. Vernie Troyer's dead. I know, yeah. Uh, all right. I'm well, sure Brad, Brad Williams? Brad Williams will do it. He'd do it. Brad Williams yeah. would totally do it. He would even shave his beard, I bet. All right. Let's talk about gender reveals. We've talked about them before. And, you know, like I said, when you announce something, you have to do it big now. You can't just say, hey, by the way, we're having a baby. Or, hey, by the way, we're getting engaged. Or, hey, by the way, we're having a boy. It needs to be a huge, huge process, a big viral video, and sometimes people end up dead. The excited parents-to-be on the ground as the plane approaches. A crop-dusting plane dropping 350 gallons of pink water. What could go wrong? 350 gallons of pink water, everyone. waste of life. And this is... How are you supposed to tell if water is any color when it's falling through the air? It just is, you can barely even tell. I see those planes dumping water during the fires. Yeah. I can barely even tell that they're dropping water, well, let alone pink water. When they're dropping foam, it has color. But like if they're dropping water, I don't know what it's supposed to look like. But I'm just like, what a waste of water. And what a waste of a pl- Like you're hiring a, pl- uh, we got to listen. There's so much that goes into this. It's a girl. But minutes later, I had a plane crash just north of Brian Buchanan's place. Oh my God. It all goes terribly wrong, crashing into this mangled heap of metal. Tyler is out of the 
The pilot walked away uninjured. The NTSB now saying the plane stalled. The airplane got too slow, aerodynamically stalled, impacted terrain. So, listen, I, I think someone is. What? I think someone did end up losing their life as a result of this. I think right now the pilot's okay. But the pilot had to slow down so much to, re- to release these gallons of pink water to do this big gender reveal. And I get that we want to make a big thing of this, but... I think we need to, this is a moment in human history where we need to check ourselves a little bit, people. This is ridiculous. Is this worth it? Oh, my God. The plane crashed. I mean, thank God the pilot lived, but what a ridiculous gender reveal. Like, I feel like everyone's trying to raise the stakes every time and like, oh, let's make it bigger. Let's make it better. Let's make it like, listen, cut into a piece of cake and figure out what the kid is or or let the kid just be born. Like, you know what? Also, I mean, there's a whole separate level to how how important it is to even reveal a baby's gender. I was going to say, LGBTQ folks are like, why are we even doing this? Like, you gender is a is a thing. Like, it's a whole other conversation. The but NTSB, like, all- yeah, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Also says the plane was carrying two people, but only designed for one. The latest in a string of gender reveal stunts gone awry. Last month, a family in Iowa inadvertently built a pipe bomb using gunpowder and metal tubing. This is what we talked about. Yeah. And killed a grandmother. It blew apart, and one of those pieces unfortunately uh, hit the victim and, and caused death. Yeah, I think anytime we're doing a gender reveal that uh, that involves something exploding or f- like going a long distance, because the, the grandmother in that one was like 400 feet away. Yes. Like, probably not a good call. Whenever you're in the idea room of a gender reveal and someone mentions pipe bomb, just get up and walk away. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the News It or the Lose It. Allie's got five headlines. I've got five votes. You... We'll probably get like three stories. We'll see. I will say this is a, a bit of a pop culture theme this time around. I'm looking at oh. my five stories and... Uh, Kardashians, Kardashians, Kardashians. No, huh? no, 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 no. <laughs> you know me. No Kardashians. Right, but there are some pop stars. Okay. Headline number one. Former Price is Right model oh. lists home for this many millions of dollars. Um. Okay. Want to know what a former Price is Right model makes? All of the information is here. Maybe this is a spur-of-the-moment real estate. Headline number two, man sues Madonna over his recent concert experience. <laughs> yes. I think this is the guy that she was late and he was really upset about He's it or something. very mad. Yeah. Headline number three, Logan Paul loses YouTuber boxing rematch. Lose it. <laughs> I don't even know. I think Lo- Logan Paul's the super racist one or something like that. Oh, is he? I think so. I don't even know any of the words so. in that except names. for rematch. Okay. Headline number four, <laughs> Britney, Britney, Spears, uh, Britney Spears treats herself to a chocolate milkshake. I drank the shake in two seconds. <laughs> Yeah, lose it. (laughs) And then finally, headline number five, Chrissy Teigen has apologized for her tone-deaf tweets about AirPods. I hate this story, but I think, you know, uh, I love Chrissy Teigen. It'll give me an opportunity to talk about her because otherwise you hate her, so. (laughs) I don't hate Chrissy Teigen. Oh, I thought you hated her. No, I think she's just a little, uh, I don't know. I I don't necessarily hate her at all. That's three out of five. She's entertaining, I'll give you that. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about a former Price is Right model and what she's listing her home for. A man who is suing Madonna, how anti-channel Q. And then finally, Chrissy (laughs) Teigen and her problematic tweets about AirPods. All that when we get back. 
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. That's right. Allie got a three out of five. Uh, you know, it's a respectable showing. Hey, you know what? I didn't think that I was going to get a five for five today, and I'm okay with that. Hey, oh, no, don't walk it back now, okay? <laughs> I am. <laughs> this is my journey, Jarrett, Listen, and whatever it is is meant to be. We're on it with you together every single day. Um, okay, <laughs> so first things first, uh, prices right models, house went up for sale for, I'm guessing, way more money than we would expect. Well, come on. Walk into this house that's worth a lot of money because this model has uh, been working for the prices right for quite some time. The huge home was built in 1992, seems to have last changed hands in 2015 for the tune of $2.7 million. The updated interior includes five bedrooms, five and a half bath, and 6,893 square feet of living space. I wonder how much money do these people make? I wonder that too because this woman, I'll show you her picture. Her name is Dion Parkinson, and she, you can see a picture of her there. She's uh-huh. she's an older woman, so she was probably a model back in back the, the in the heydays, yeah, in the Bob Barker days and the tiny microphone days, which I think they actually still do yeah. use a tiny microphone. I think so. All I picture though, when I think of a Price's Right model owning a home, is just a bunch of jet skis and treadmills <laughs> and a bunch of lazy boys and I, like a rice cooker. I I remember seeing like a, uh, an interview with like Vanna White at her home. Uh, Vanna was in the in the news this past week because she had to host Wheel of Fortune because Pat Jack had to have emergency surgery. And I was like, wow, she's making a lot of money. Like Vanna White, I think, makes like $15 million a year or something like that. And she doesn't even have to do crap anymore. She doesn't even have to really turn those letters. Well, All last she has week to do she is had to host up- the show. So... <laughs> She oh. had to fill in for Pat. Oh, Sajak. so she really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to fill in. But her, no, she's not making $15 million. According to goodhousekeeping.com, her salary is $4 million. But I mean, oh. she's still making $4 million to work like 40 <laughs> days out of the year. Um, but I just, I'm always like, how much are these people making? And like these prices, right? Um, a spokesmodel's like, I'm just like, what are they getting? Like, how do you, is, is an agent like fighting for those jobs? You know what I mean? Like, I'm so curious about it. Uh, so from 19, she worked on the prices, right? From 1975 to 1993. Mm. So That's she had an 18 year tenure on the show. She was among the longest of any of the prize models. After she left the show, she filed a lawsuit in 1994 against Bob Barker, claiming that he had sexually harassed okay. her for years. I was, I was going to make the joke like she probably bought the house with like some sexual harassment money, but I didn't want to make that joke because I thought it might be insensitive. But turns it's out. It's true. Oh. It's not insensitive. You were right on the money. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> well, me. <laughs> Well played, Emmy. Well played. That is a bummer. Well, outside the resort-like space, they boast a pool, a spa, cascading waterfalls, a cabana with a fireplace, and a barbecue area. I just picture her touring, like showing someone the house. And being like, welcome, and then going over and doing that the whole... Flutter. The flutter. Yeah, the flutter. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> being like, show me around, just All because it's your job. All this for $5.5 million. So how much do you think it's on the market for right you now? It's, it's five in, bedrooms. Yes, five bedrooms, five and a half bath, 3,800 square feet. Last time it was listed, it was listed for $2.7 million. In 2015. Yes, in 2015. So and where is it? It's in Westlake Village, so it's oh. actually not that far from me, probably about, I would say... 
35 to 40 miles from LA? I would say 2015. Westlake Village is a pretty expensive area. I would say $4 million. Close, though. You went over. Wow. $3.125 million. So apparently, even if you've only had 18, I mean, 18 years is a long time, but 18 years as a model on The Price is Right, and a little bit of sexual harassment money? I mean... That'll earn you a nice life. This was way pre-Me Too. I remember that being a big story about Bob Barker, like sexually harassing the models. Um, I don't know, but then it's also when you reach a certain age, are you just old man friendly? Yep, that'll still cost you money. Yeah. (laughs) Old man friendly, still sexual harassment. Ask Joe Biden. Uh, We'll take a quick break. More coming up. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Allie, I'm guessing you're very excited to be talking about Chrissy Teigen. I like it. Were those words? I like <laughs> I think you are losing it over there. I think that when you get valley enough, you lose your ability to make consonant sounds. I don't even think Chrissy Teigen is that valley. No, 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 not her. Oh, you're being valley. I I'm see. being valley. Hey guys, because I love welcome to my channel. <laughs> She's polarizing in a good while. Okay. All right. So this week she has made headlines again because she said something that people took offense to. And I will she's- say, before you get into the story, I think the story is ridiculous. <laughs> What, uh, well, I'm interested in what part you find ridiculous. The, the fact that people are like so outraged about this, I was like, you cannot be serious. Well, I get their point, though. She tweeted out, my mom treats her AirPods like they're disposable. She buys a few a month. She says they would be easier to not lose if they had a cord. So she's trying to be funny. Very great. And then a lot of people found this to be offensive, said most of your followers can't even afford medicine. Uh, Somebody else said, meanwhile, a few miles away from Chrissy's home, followed by a bunch of pictures of Tent City and a lot of homeless people. Someone else said, no, please, how will she survive only 500? million dollars instead of 900 million think of the airpods bro somebody said hilariously out of touch someone else said why did you tweet this why did you think this was a good idea and then eventually she responded and said oh man i haven't checked my mentions for a bit and i didn't realize how many people were super pissed off about this it was meant as a joke and exaggeration about how my mom doesn't realize airpods are with a cord our headphones which I don't understand, but it came across as super tone deaf and icky. I promise I will not always say the right thing in the right way, but I also promise I hate disappointing or pissing you guys off. I'm sorry, and I will do better to not be an a-hole. I just feel like I... Where do you even start? Chrissy Teigen is like super liberal and progressive and like has like a heart for people and is always like being kind and funny and like a jokester and like... Just the idea that people are like, hey, take this so seriously and we're so upset about it. Like, I get it. If it was like, if she was doing something overtly ridiculous, like, okay. But like, this was a joke. Like, you guys calm down. She's talking about AirPods. She's not, it, it, it was ridiculous to me when I read the story. Well, I wonder how true this is. Well, she says, like, it wasn't true. Like, she's not buying a bunch of AirPods a month. I was being funny. Um, and her reply tweet, and it was just like, I, I, people being outraged, this felt like one of those things where, like, people really have a great time being mad at someone on Twitter. And this is what that felt like. Well, I think people also like being mad at rich people saying things like sure. they go through a bunch of AirPods every single month because it, you know, she does speak her mind and she has a lot of, uh, 
fans that are parents and that are struggling and things like that. Yeah. So then to say something like that where somebody who can't even afford AirPods is like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. It just comes off as, I, I guess, a little bit tone deaf to them. I don't really care either way, I guess. I can see why people would be like, what the hell? Come on. There are people who can't afford this and you know this is not really you know, yeah. like r- applying to me. Anyway, okay. Let's talk about Madonna. Somebody's mad at her because she started her concert two hours late. Uh, the megastar spoke those were uh, she spoke to fans and said, there's something you all need to understand. This was at a different concert. And that is that a queen is never late. And despite the cheers that came from the crowd at a different concert... No, she did not come out on time. The concert was supposed to start at 8.30. She did not go out until, this was on October 23rd. She didn't go out until 10.30. And the uh, the the person who is suing them said, this is a guy named Nate Hollander, and he filed a lawsuit, and he said that uh, it violated the contract between the singer and the ticket buyer. It was a breach of contract to say that the, co- the concert starts at 8.30, and we bought the tickets knowing that, and we wanted to attend the concert at 8.30, so why is it starting at 10.30? So this... This kind of thing does piss me off because it's like this whole a queen is never late, like all that kind of BS. Like, no, other people have to work in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. You're Madonna. You don't live the kind of life that we live. But like, I pay tickets for this 830 situation to be so I could be out of here by 10 or 1030. You're not even starting until 10 or 1030. Like uh, October 23rd is a yeah. weeknight. And I, I get- have to get up and take my kids to school in the morning. I have to be at school at work the next day. Like, it's so disrespectful when artists do this. If she started that show at 10. 30 it means she didn't even leave her hotel until 9 45 you know what i'm saying like that is what's so infuriating well, about and i like understand this. that it's vegas so time is not really as much of a factor people are just kind of up all the time but i agree with you and if there had been somebody performing then okay if there's an opener then you know it. if it starts at 8 30 then you get like an hour of an opener before they start 10 30 two hours late is two hours late is no especially for people like you and me who complain about being tired on a regular basis 10 30 is like you, you, i've got an hour left before I'm we were snoozing. at we were at we can survive together and there was like a gap of like 15 minutes between two artists yeah. and we were like what is going oh, on I'm you know what I mean? Sleep. Like, you gotta keep my stimulation exactly, up. Exactly. Yeah. We'll take a quick break. We'll drop the subject after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. So, Ali, we've talked um, a good amount about the vaping incidents that have been happening around the country and the ways that they've been impacting, like vape policy like really quickly they started banning vapes and all that kind of stuff and it's been interesting because uh, there's a new story in Vox which is actually one of my favorite news websites they do such a great job of explaining things Vox is great Vox is really good. They say the outbreak of vaping-related illnesses um, has sickened more than 2,000 people, which I didn't know, um, and has killed at least 39 people around the country. But they say what hasn't been clear is what the specific product or ingredient was that might be at fault. But finally, on Friday, the CDC announced what they're calling a breakthrough in the agency's investigation. They say it's vitamin E acetate. It's an oily chemical um, added to some THC vaping liquids to thicken or dilute them, um, has emerged as what they call a very strong culprit of concern, according to the CDC. The chemical... Which, w- oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I just, it just was crazy because everyone always talks about vitamin E being so great for you. Well, so it's like, what, is, what about the acetate part of that is really messing everything up? Well, they say that the chemical, which we often think of as a part of nutritional supplements and skin creams, I put vitamin E oil on my face. Um, uh, like once or twice a week, I'll put it on my face after like I wash and like exfoliate, I'll put it on. Um, they say the sticky and honey-like um, substance hangs around in your lungs. It's not safe for in- inhalation. Oh, so it so, coats your lungs and then 
stays in there and yeah. gives you some kind of an infection. They say it interferes with how your lungs function, um, which is why it's not safe for inhaling. So like it's as a topical oil or something like that, it's perfectly fine. But when you're inhaling it, um, that is when it becomes a problem. They say samples taken from 29 patients in 10 different states showed direct evidence of vitamin E acetate at the primary site of injury within the lungs. The chemical was found in all the samples, while other potential toxins such as plant and mineral oils were not. Okay, so when this first happened, I was going, why are we making such rash decisions when we don't even know what's causing this yet? So the fact that we have some answers from the CDC is pretty nice. But my, my initial thought was that this was going to be about the black market, about what they were putting in the vapes that were kind of not being regulated. Because, you know, like I said, my wife uh, lived above, uh, when she lived in Orange County, she lived above these people that were making vape liquid out of their house. So you don't even know what people are putting in it. And, you know, people could be putting all kinds of stuff in there that's making people sick. Now, it looks like everyone is using this vitamin E acetate. Like well, a lot of black market suppliers are using it, but then a lot of legitimate ones could be using it too. Well, the CDC office also emphasized in their investigation that this isn't, they haven't like closed the case on figuring it out yet. Um, officials still can't say for sure that vitamin E acetate is the source of harm in all the cases that we've been seeing. Um, they say identifying a collection of information that points to vitamin E acetate as a concern for lung pathology doesn't mean that there are not other components that are causing lung harm. But right now the chemical has emerged as their life likely culprit. Um, they say the new finding adds to evidence that um, from federal and state investigations showing vitamin E acetate appears to be a common link in vaping related illness cases. Um, of the 419 THC containing products the FDA has tested, um, 50% contain Wait, that sticky substance. They, taste, they t- tested 419 vape products? Yeah. Why you want to be on that board, right? No. Why wouldn't they do 420? That's that's I so mean, stupid. They, Why wouldn't they just do one more? They're like, we're gonna test two more at the same time to just h- jump over the hump. <laughs> no. they're, they're very anti weed. Gosh, they don't have any sense of humor. These <laughs> CDC people. What is unbelievable? This is the FDA. Oh, this is the FDA. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Well, the CDC, we all know they're the comedians of the of the group, of the regulatory group. Well, yeah. I think that that's frustrating. It's a really tough time for people who have, uh, you know, I think a lot of millennials love vaping, whether it's nicotine vaping or weed vaping. It's all the rage. So this is a really tough time. We're going to get through it, you know? We're going to find a way to take out that vitamin E, or we're going to find a way to make it healthy again, and we will survive. Well, kind of to your point, um, they, the article also says black market cannabis suppliers have been known to use vitamin E acetate, but also legitimate suppliers may be using this chemical as okay, well. Okay, so, so yeah, so everyone is so we'll using see. it. Well, well, not everyone, but like not just black market folks, but some manufacturers are using it as well, but not everybody. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a simple fix. Just take it out. Well, right, they have to find an alternative that's okay to go into your lungs, though. Yeah, but that do they have to find an alternative? All it was doing was making it all Cody and making it thicken. It's well. It's so just uh, make it a little, you know, waterier. I guess That's we'll fine. see. That's coming. We got more coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Allie. We want to remind you that you can find us on the social media everywhere at DTS Show. We started doing a new thing this morning where uh, we, on the way into the studio, we kind of give you a breakdown of what's coming up on the show, um, and so you can find that on our Insta story everywhere at DTS Show. That's Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can also find us as a podcast make sure to subscribe to like to comment to share um, and leave us a five-star review or whatever you want 
Because Allie wants you to. Thank you. I would like everything. Allie wants like your four star reviews. Um, <laughs> but, I want a one star review. Tell me about your one star. We, we Tell will, me what you hate. We will read your five star reviews on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Allie, we've been having this conversation within like our team here about, you know, it's kind of ridiculous that. Thanksgiving doesn't get the kind of musical love that Christmas does. You know, the holiday season starts and it just kind of gets bypassed. It completely does. As as you may know, if you turn around the dial, you will see a lot of stations are already playing Christmas music. That's kind of a given now is that the day after Halloween, everyone starts playing Christmas music when we have oh, almost on. two months... Because my friend uh, is a Lifetime movie executive. They started playing Lifetime uh, Christmas movies like October 25th or something. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's it keeps creeping up and everyone's just okay with it creeping up. It's going to be July. There was some... Ri- they do Christmas in July they do on Christmas the Hallmark. Christmas in July. They but do it's that. It's going to be like the holiday season starts in the summer. Because that Hallmark does that. Or no, no, it is Lifetime. Do, no, Hallmark does Christmas in July and they do like some Christmas movies. In yes, the, in because the, yeah. they're like, all right, it's mid, it's the middle of the year and you know we, we get most of our views during the Christmas season. And so let's just find a way to justify doing this twice. Anything that they can do to get the money, they'll do it. Yes, and it bothers me because it it cuts into my Golden Girls reruns. When I when I worked at uh, Sears back when I was in high school, we would get in one shipment. No lie, we would get back to school, Halloween, and Christmas in one shipment in August. And I was like, this is Stop wild. It. Yes. Well, this is why it's important that we're doing this, Jared, because, because yes, it is important. It is important. I mean, Thanksgiving is still important. I know we've all, another thing is Black Friday completely has railroaded Thanksgiving as well. There are a lot of things putting Thanksgiving at risk. I don't when, like how Black Friday sales start on Thanksgiving Day. That's I what I don't like either. For people that have to work. People will now eat at noon. So that they can so go to the So that they stores. can go Black Friday shopping. I do not get the hype of Black Friday. I've done it one time. I'm not a, like a long lines person. I'm like, I don't get the hype. And I did it. And I was like, yep, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only <laughs> time I did it was when I did it for a promotional event where I had to escort a person who had won a contest oh. through the store before it opened. Oh, well, you're getting paid. I was, get, work. I was getting paid, <laughs> yeah. but also I was able to go into the store before it opened for oh, Black Friday sales. That's fancy. Pants. So I was like, and I was like, man, I really should have planned this better because I could have gone had, shopping. Yes. Like all of this stuff. I think I grabbed a printer just because I was like, all right, I guess it's I'll grab bucks. this. Pr- yeah. It's like 30 <laughs> bucks and it's regular 200 or whatever it is. But that was the only time that I enjoyed Black Friday shopping. But my mom loves Black Friday shopping. I've gone with her many mm-hmm. times and it is, it does eventually kind of get fun, but it, it's it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, people are just ripping shoes off the shelves and trampling it. It's TVs insane. TVs and all kinds of... Yeah. So anyway, between Black Friday and Christmas and Christmas music, Thanksgiving completely gets railroaded and shafted. And we don't think it's fair. And we also want to spotlight the fact that there is Thanksgiving music. There are, in fact, a lot of Thanksgiving songs. So something that we're going to do here on Drop the Subject all the way until Thanksgiving is we are going to highlight a new Thanksgiving song. We're going to do more than highlight. We're going to celebrate. We're going to embrace Thanksgiving music. And, you know, some of them... You kind of wonder, you, I mean, you actually kind of realize why they skipped over them. But then there are other ones that are really heartfelt and really amazing. So We're going to give you Thanksgiving music that you can be grateful for. Or sometimes maybe not. Or sometimes you're like, I'm grateful that that's only made it on the airwaves. <laughs> that once. I've never heard this before, yeah. So without further ado, here is the beginning. This is day one of our, how many days are we doing this? Let's uh, 12. See. 12, 12, days. 12 days of Thanksgiving, and it starts with this. Let's get it Feeling fine, 
Because we've forgotten Come on, let's take it Drop the subject The new Channel Q So, Allie, we're in the Thanksgiving spirit Yes, we are And it's a Monday So we've got to talk about turkey. Yeah, and you know, for the Monday Munch Report, I think it's important that we talk about our personal food experiences, but also to share some newsy things with you about how you could improve your Thanksgiving. And again, this is part of our mission to not overlook Thanksgiving. It's very important, especially when it comes to cooking. So there are, and I know everyone's talking about how chicken and turkey, those are the two biggest birds that everybody eats the most of, just in general, not even Thanksgiving, but everybody is eating chicken and turkey on on mass because of the whole cows are bad for the environment thing. So what are some of, this is an article about other birds that you could be eating? Yes, but before that, I want to highlight, because we talk a lot about the Popeye's chicken sandwich around here and how we've been on our quest to make it the official chicken sandwich of the LGBTQ community. Uh Uh-huh. But um, also, my favorite, the thing I think I might do this year is Popeye's also does a Creole turkey, uh, a Cajun-style turkey, and it is delicious. Mm, I bet it is. I don't have any confidence that I'd be able to do that, but I would try. (laughs) It's so good. No, you can just buy it. You oh, just, really? Yeah, yeah. You buy it, you go pick it up, and you bring it home to your family. And wait, where do you get this? At Popeye's. Oh, at, oh, at Popeye's. Yeah, you have to order it in advance, <gasps> but they're delicious. And I'm as we were talking about it, I was like, oh my God, I actually might do the Popeye's turkey. Um, yeah. So that's just something like, I mean, we've become like a Popeye's commercial without money, so we're going to move on. Because <laughs> um, we talk about Popeye's so much on the show. Um, okay, so there, this article comes from the Huffington Post. It says, Thanksgiving turkey alternative, five birds you should eat instead. So the first one we've all probably heard of, but I don't know if we've all had it. I don't know if I've actually had this. Um, the first option is duck. They say duck may be smaller than turkey, but what it lacks in size, it makes up for in flavor. Oh, duck is so flavorful. I feel like I've had duck once or twice. Have you ever had the Peking? I don't know. Oh, it's good, crispy Peking duck. Well, uh, Doug Corwin, president of Long Island's Crescent Duck Farm, says duck is something... Whoa, wait a minute. The guy who's the president of the duck farm's name is Duck? No, Doug. Oh. (laughs) Oh, is that what it sounded like? Doug. I was like, his name is Duck? No, no. Doug Corwin says, Duck is something that stands out on its own. You can garnish it if you want, but you can leave it alone. Turkey is great, but are you going to eat turkey alone based on its taste? We've got a big advantage over the other sources of poultry in that we do have this natural moisture that um, the fat provides. It gives our birds an awful lot of taste. Well, I think that the thing people like about turkey is that it's huge. Yeah. So you can feed an entire table of people with one that's turkey. That's a plus whereas, and a minus, right? Yeah. It, depending on how many people you have. I mean, you ha- yes, that's true. You're yeah. right. Because if you have a small Thanksgiving, then you have, I mean, but hey, who doesn't hate turkey leftovers? Oh my God, yeah. That's I, all, that's a big part. It's turkey sandwiches, it's a turkey soup, it's turkey everything. It's get up in the middle of the night and eat a bunch of turkey with mashed potatoes covered in gravy It's time. turkey hash. And I'm one of the people who can eat Thanksgiving leftovers for the whole week. Yeah. I know some people don't like leftovers, but I can do it all week long. I don't like leftovers that much but i can do thanksgiving leftovers yeah but yeah it says um since duck is a waterfowl um it has a certain amount of skin fat to aid with buoyancy the skin fat naturally bastes the bird and makes it very very moist Mm. combining a little of a little bit of fat to add moisture to add um to the product adds a succulent taste that kind of shines on its own if you ate a plain piece of turkey breast it's going to be kind of a bland meat but not not the case with um with a duck okay the second one they say is pheasant which I've not had pheasant, but I feel like I've, my dad like made pheasant or had pheasant somewhere. They say it's a small game bird that is perfect for roasting. It's a lean, flavorful bird with approachable flavors. 
approachable flavors, approachable. which is hilarious hmm. to me. High flavor for those who um, for Gosh, those you're easy to talk to. Exactly, um, it's a it has uh, a small bird with approachable flavors for those just introducing game birds to their um, to their uber. <laughs> I love this language. Um, in the wild, uh, pheasants feed largely on grain. Birds run about two to four pounds, but the meat is leaner, more savory, and more flavorful than other traditional birds. See, you need and you can cook several at one time. Yeah, that's nice. Everyone can get their own pheasant. Yeah, exactly. And what's 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 interesting though is we just need one grocery store chain to pick up on this trend of like of like having it and stocking it. Having like a bunch of duck on no one, sale. Yeah, like no one was really eating bison until one idiot was like, "Guys, bison is not an idiot," but one person was like, <laughs> "Bison's actually leaner. It's better for you." And then that, somebody got on the bison train. Now you can find bison everywhere. I'm pretty sure that was Ted Turner, the guy who used to own CNN. He it was like that a, was the you, idiot I'm talking I'm about. Pretty sure Ted Turner is a big part of why like bison became such a big thing, if I'm not mistaken. So we um, just need the fe- we need the pheasant Ted Turner. We we need the Ted Turner of pheasant. Um, but apparently that's a big one. Uh, the next one, <laughs> I've never thought of this. A partridge, they say. Um, uh, they say for those with smaller families, partridges are an excellent option. Birds weigh in around a pound apiece, meaning that each guest can have his or her own, her own individual bird. An elegant, beautiful way to serve Thanksgiving dinner. They say they often refer partridge to a partridge as the gateway game bird. They're kind <laughs> of... <laughs> Jesus. They're kind of uh, like a tiny chicken. Um, they have white meat on their breasts, and they have dark meat on their legs and thighs, and they taste like a, a pasture-raised chicken. Well, this is kind of a bummer for the partridge, partridge family. The- <laughs> They're all going to be murdered after well, you're eating this. I'm just thinking about the one exciting. that goes in the pear tree. Yeah. Um, and then just shot right out of the pear exactly, tree. Exactly, right. And a par- oh, my God! The last two- it's dead! <laughs> Last, but delicious. The last two options are the ostrich. Um, they say ostrich, ostrich is the other red meat. All right, um, who is getting ostrich? I don't know. You got to go to the right butcher. Is this like they, the four different birds for the 1%? How are you supposed to get a hold of these animals? They say it has a lower fat, calories, and cholesterol than skinless, boneless chicken, and it tastes more like a filet mignon. Which, well, great. Yeah. And then Tina lastly... Tina Turner and her AirPod mom can have those. La- Tina, Tina, Tina Turner I mean, her, t- I mean Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen. Teigen. Wow. Wow. Um, and lastly, they <laughs> there's say... There's Ted Turner and Chrissy Teigen, and come on, there's too many T's. The last bird they say you should consider is the goose. They say they're self-basting. They have a lot of fat between the skin and the meat, so they, as they cook, the fat renders through the bird when they're done. It's moist, but not overly fatty. Unlike turkey, which requires the addition of external fats to preserve moisture, um, geese have their own built-in moisture regulation system, so it's really good when you cook it. Hmm. Well, I think we've learned today that turkey sucks. <laughs> so, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm a fan of the turkey, so maybe I'm going to do one of these. Yeah, go Popeyes or go home. There you go. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Uh, we have exciting Thanksgiving plans headed your way. Exciting Thanksgiving things on Drop the Subject and just holiday things in general. Fun games, fun things to talk about. But right now, I want to talk about Oprah's favorite things because everyone looks forward to this every year, right? Every Tip year. Because, you know, I'm the biggest Oprah fan in creation. Hey, so. I'm not saying I'm not an Oprah fan. I love Oprah. All right. She just comes out with her favorite things and they're all really comfy and cozy and exciting, but they're usually. I mean, they're not cheap. Well, I mean, there's always like. 
a budget-friendly like one. The budget-friendly stuff, and then there's like the okay, I know this is a splurge stuff, and then there's always like a chicken pot pie on there. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like there's always like some awesome food item that I'm like, I want that now. Well, I know that getting an item on, like if you are a creator of, of one of the, or an inventor, getting one of your products on Oprah's favorite things list is it used instant to be a success. Huge thing, yeah. It still is, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's still a great thing. So, what are some of the things that are on her favorite things list? Because I also want us to share our own favorite things list. Because it doesn't always have to be this big list of a million things that are going to go viral. I mean, these are, well, yes, we're, we're not, I'm not a huge celebrity, but I have some of my favorite things as well, and I'd like to share them. And maybe other people would like to know what my favorite things are. And they're not all things you can buy. Yeah, well, um, on Oprah's favorite things list right now, she's featuring Lady Gaga's um, new makeup line, which is called House Cosmetics. Fun. Um, she's got um, bath salts, which what could go oh, wrong. Fun times there. <laughs> she's got... Um, um, a a nail polish gift set. Um, okay, that's cool. She's got oh, she always has like PJs. So she has like uh, matching family Christmas, uh, matching Christmas family pajamas. Um, she's got a travel blanket. Uh, what else? Oh, matte glass candles. These candles look great. I love a good candle. I know I you mean, said Katie loves candles too. Oh yeah, we. I'm totally drinking the candle Kool Aid as well. When I, I just, see the, I saw those candles on her thing, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't know why I want those. And that's when you know you're an adult is when you want, can- like, you'll ask for a candle for Christmas, right? Or a recommendation, like, what is that candle? Yeah, can the, you send me the link? When I was younger, <laughs> I, and Katie's mom too, I'd be like, what should we get your mom? She's like, let's just get her a candle. I'm like, that's the stupidest gift. Are and you now kidding? it's like, oh my god, and I'm thank like, you so I much. I got this candle, or like Where one you really expensive yeah. candle. Absolutely. So, okay, what um, else? She's is also on got there? like hooded loungers, which look like a onesie with a hood. It's not like a. I don't know a how. Snuggie? To, it's a snuggie. It's, well, no, it's like you wear it. Like it has sleeves and oh, like a snuggie, but like it has a hood. <laughs> like but a it looks snuggie? like a dress kind of thing, though. Um, I guess. Is it a, one of those cool blankets that's a mermaid tail? No, it's a snuggie. Um, they've got <laughs> so it is cr- a snuggie. They've, they got on the food section. They've got uh, a crumb cake on here, um, different kinds of oils, a mustard trio. I mean, who doesn't eat a mustard trio? I I will eat every kind of mustard known to man. She's got chocolates. Um, oh, olive greenwood small gift box with gourmet plain dates. Have, I don't do you love know, dates? No, I love dates. They're like sweet. If little... I got a box of dates, I would throw it in their face. Yikes! You're really angry. Um, I don't want d- dates. Dates are so delicious. No, they're not. They're Smoked like... salmon, soft pretzels. Okay, well, sea I mean... salt caramel truffles. That okay, sounds delicious. Sure, yeah, that sounds great. All right. Can sure. I get to my favorite things list now? She's got truffle hot sauce. All right, this is <laughs> truffle hot sauce. I know, right? That actually sounds bomb. That actually, it's 35 bucks, so it better be. See, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Is Yes, all this stuff sounds great, but a lot of it is is a little bit on the pricier side. So I thought that something we could do also to bring our to bring ourselves a little closer to one another and to uh, get to know, uh, for, for our listeners, get to know us as people, we're going to share some of our favorite lists. So I'll I'll start today, but we can do a new person every single day. Yeah. We'll go to you, Jarrett, tomorrow maybe, and then we'll do producer Emmy and Ginger Justin. And then, uh, who knows, maybe we'll also get some of the favorite things yeah, from the other hosts Q, huh? yeah, yeah. On, on Channel Q. This is a way for you to get to know us and for us to get to know you. So if you have favorite things lists as well that you'd like to share, please do so. You can always direct 
direct message us at DTS Show on our Instagram, on our Twitter. You can always, always call us, 833-77-CALL-Q. How cute are these reading glasses? All right, here are my favorite things. Emmy, will you play the music again so that I can read mine? I'm, I, Michelle Obama's book, the oh, Apple yeah. Watch Series Five. Oh, that is one of my favorite things—a oh, brand new Apple Watch. It's only seven ninety-nine. All right. All right. What you got? Number one, my pants still fitting after a night of drinking. Oh, that is a favorite thing, isn't it? That you can't get on Amazon. No, you can't unless you bought them on Amazon. In which that case. feeling is free. Yeah. Number two, a freshly broken-in softball glove. Jesus. Number three, a DVD of the First Wives Club. That's probably very much on sale. As opposed to like the stream that you you want a DVD. Do you have a DVD player? Uh, yes, I do. But really? I think it's important to have physical copies of some of this stuff. For when the robots take over? Yeah, First Wives Club. Or if you're in an apocalypse situation, you're down in a bunker, someone's going to have to have a VCR or a DVD player or something. Yeah. Not going to have Netflix have down there. I don't have anything to put a CD in, but go on. Number four. A still alive Trader Joe's orchid. And I say still alive because when you buy one, it's exciting. When they die, it sucks. True. So a s- keeping one still alive, that's one of my favorite things. Mm. I don't know if you're going to know what this is, but that little trekking hill at REI. Nobody? When you Man, try on a fresh like, new pair of hiking did boots. Did she say something in English here? And you're seeing if it's the right pair of hiking boots for you. They have a little pretend hill that you can walk up and down. It's super fun. It's really exciting for children and adults. So that is my number five. The Why little trekking hill. Why don't you just say you're attracted to REI. Uh, number six, a homophobe being outed as gay. It's uh, one of my favorite things. Is there anything more heartwarming, especially when they're like a Republican senator? I love it. It's better South than a Carolina. box of dates. Okay. And uh, number seven, an unexpected card with money in it in the mail. Mm. Always nice. No matter how much money it is. Yeah. Even, even if, if it's, it's a dollar. Five bucks. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's one of those things, a sheet of stamps. It's funny because cash is becoming so nostalgic. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, there's, Look at there's this. A, a bill in here. All right. Three more. Number eight, finding the other sock. When you've lost your sock, you don't know where it is. All of a sudden, you're like, ah, all is right with the world. My best friend just went through the f- trying to find his wallet and found it in his trash can, but was so relieved to find it. Just there, finding things that, it, you're, that are lost. Yeah, that's a favorite thing of mine. A fresh notebook that's never been written in before. As soon as you open it, mm-hmm, mm, it's all mm-hmm. fresh. There's all kinds of new beginnings there. It's a blank slate. And then sure. finally, my 10th favorite thing, when you're watching a show and you think it's the finale... And then it's not the finale. Does that ever happen? Yeah, like you think you're like, okay, this has got to be the last episode. This is crazy. And then you're like, oh, the show's over. And then you're like, wait, there's there's one more. Drop the subject. The new channel cue. All right, this is getting exciting now because we have a person on the phone here to comment on why dates are terrible. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually (laughs) about something we talked about. They're very good. If you buy them in the grocery store, they're very good. I'm going to bring some for you. You're welcome. I don't... Are they wrapped in bacon? Please wrap them in bacon. Then I can do it. When they're wrapped in bacon, they're amazing. Yes. Then I can tolerate. We can't get into this now. Sorry. (laughs) We have somebody on the phone. (laughs) We were talking about Christmas movies and how there are... uh, Hallmark and Lifetime often do Christmas in July or they do something where they have Christmas movies in the summer. But apparently we're wrong. We have somebody named David, I believe, on the phone who has a comment. Hey, David, how's it going? I know you're, you're talking about the Christmas and Thanksgiving music and shows. They're year-round on the Hallmark channel. But how come 
I don't see them then? Is it a special? Is there like a Hallmark 2? You know, like they have ESPN 2. Is there kind of like a second channel that just has all Christmas all the time? Well, it's it's reruns of Christmas. And so uh, I I don't have TV at home. So I watch it when I pet sit. Oh, interesting. So you like watching them all year round. Yeah, it keeps me from being suicidal. <laughs> really? <laughs> See, I would think for me it would be the opposite. I can't watch Christmas stuff well, all but, year long. I don't find are, it to be cheerful. They're always so cheery and everyone's having a good time. There's always a happy ending in a Christmas movie. Yeah, and there's always romance. You know, it's always a, a good romance. Interesting. Yeah, but it's just all so predictable, though, David. It it is, but, you know, at least it's something that's to look forward to. It's not impeachment hearings, is what you're saying. Right, exactly. Understandable, actually. We we have enough of that (laughs) year-round. Yeah, I get that, actually. I mean, I'm not that into the Christmas movies, but as you're saying this, I'm like, I do kind of get, like, the warm, fuzzy feelings all year-round. Like, if you're into, like, a Christmas movie, I told you I used to watch Home Alone every single day when I came home from school, and I didn't care if it was Christmas. Well, that's... That's one that I My favorite is The Good Witch. (laughs) That's your favorite Christmas movie? Well, yeah, because it's 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 done a lot of a lot of it's done with Christmas theme. The the Good Witch. What is it about? Well, this this lady who lives in this uh, old uh, uh, stone house in this village uh, is is a a very she's she's considered a witch but she just is a very unearthly kind of woman but she's very beautiful she had a got a she had a husband who died he was the sheriff of the town then she met a doctor who moved next door and and it's just the adventures of the town oh the guy in this movie is from desperate housewives he was the hot husband yes Okay. Right. Yeah. Very D- cool. David, yeah. do you know a lot about the Hallmark movies? Do you have a good uh, memory as far as like if we were to ask you about any Hall- Hallmark movie, would you know the plot like you know The Good Witch? They're all the same plot. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So it's, you just recite a, The Good Witch. It's usually a woman who's an executive in New York, <laughs> and she's that is she's sent to this town to do to uh, to do a uh, either an interview or. Or some kind of uh, to get a land grab, and yep. then uh, she she falls for the town, and and she, you know find, finds romance, and you know <laughs> that's it's the same thing. She finds I, I the like, old the guy who's like a simple guy, right. and his like yeah, wife exactly. died a couple yeah. years ago, yeah. and but he's always like haircut or, hot. You know, yes, if you just yeah, they're always him, hunky. Right, if you just <laughs> give him the right haircut and put the right shirt on him, all of a sudden he's a hump. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Well, David, not afraid to get his hands dirty. Exactly. Exactly. David, we yeah. appreciate you giving us a call. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Ladies and gentlemen, don't know if you guys have heard, but your president is named Donald Trump, which, you know, presents a lot of issues um, every single day here in America. Um, and uh, this week we've got uh, impeachment hearings, as we talked about earlier, that are going to be starting in um there's a lot to say about um, the conversations I've been having around Donald Trump over the weekend. It's time for us to Trump around. I know we have to talk about the mooch. The mooch. I know we have to talk about Nikki Haley. We, we also have to talk about what's going on on Twitter. So there's a headline from Axios, another really great website that breaks things down into really simple bits. Um, if you're looking for like political news, it's really great. That's um, really like clear and concise. They're always it gives like you the nuts and bolts. Really of what brief. You, yeah. Yeah. It's not like a whole long article. It's just like yeah. these are the points that you need to yeah. know. If you have ADD, this is a great. No, absolutely. Outlet for you. Or if you're on the radio and you got to get quick points, yes. Axios is great for that too. Because 
sometimes, and I don't want to get off subject, but sometimes it's just like, oh, here's a great headline. And then it's like, it was a cold winter day in 1969. (laughs) So uh, the headline says, ahead of public impeachment hearings, Trump tweets 82 times in one day. Um, They say, uh, why does this matter? Many of the president's tweets were fighting back against the House impeachment inquiry um, into allegations that he withdrew, that he withheld congressionally approved military aid to Ukraine, which is obviously the whole basis um, of the impeachment inquiry. It says Trump's tweets by the numbers. Trump tweeted or retweeted Schiff, um, Adam Schiff, who is the um, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, 11 times in reference to House intelligence um, uh, uh, inquiries. Uh, He referenced Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi twice. He mentioned impeachment Impeachment, impeach, or impeachable nine times. Democrats, five times. Whistleblower, 11 times. You can tell there's... What about witch hunt? There's something on his mind um, that Uh. is, you know, really plaguing him. Uh, What's been interesting also, though, has been uh, Nikki Haley, who was his former ambassador to the UN, um, and she left her post uh, earlier this year, I guess it was. She left a little while ago. Um, Plenty of people have been saying, like, she wants to be vice president, and, like, uh, I'm still not 100% convinced that Mike Pence is going to be the vice presidential nominee um, when the, the 20, uh, 20 election comes well, around. Yeah, anything can happen. Anything could happen. I told you the first inkling that I got was when his wife got on Twitter and like her whole account is about campaigning. And it's like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, and So why you're saying why would that be if he was the pick for VP? Yeah, it just seems like there's there's some kind of like question there about like what is going to happen. Um, and Mike Pence's wife, like she'd never been on Twitter before, but she joined Twitter uh, within the last couple of months. And like she was like explicitly clear, like, oh, this is about campaigning for 2020 and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, mm, that's Where interesting. Where is this coming from? Yeah. Right, okay. You didn't so- do it the first time around and you've been in office for, you know, going on three years and like now you're going to campaign. It just, it seemed interesting and it made me question like, oh, so there is a question about whether or not he's going to be the the nominee for 2020. You know, what people tweet about and how often they tweet is so indicative of what they're really feeling. Exactly. You know, if you think about Donald Trump, I wonder what the analytics are in terms oh, of how Jesus. much he tweets versus what was currently going on in the political climate. Like, And well, even more specifically, what was airing on Fox News. So like they always they can always make a correlation to things that he's tweeting in the morning, um, oftentimes to what's being talked about on Fox and Friends in the morning. I and see. they can see like, oh, he's watching Fox and Friends because they talked about this and then within minutes he was tweeting about they said X he tweeted about Y so you can literally trace yeah. where his thoughts come from yeah based Between on what's going on on Fox News what, watching live or has DVR'd and then he will go and tweet about it but yeah. I wonder if there's a study about how like the fact that he's tweeting 82 times in one day when this impeachment stuff is happening like when things are not going well for him does mm-hmm. he tweet more and why? Yeah, he gets you really defensive. I mean? Like, um, while he was tweeting uh, these 82 tweets in that one day, um, a big portion of that was while he was on a plane flying back from Alabama to D.C. Um, and seemingly watching coverage. But uh, Nikki Haley um, from the U.N., uh, former U.N. ambassador, said that she had resisted um, uh, calls from Rex Tillerson, former uh, CEO of um, Exxon Mobil, and uh, John Kelly, who was... President Trump's uh, chief of staff um, until he resigned, that they had asked her to go against some of the things that President Trump was doing to, quote, save the country. And she was like, we should not be doing that. And she was like completely loyal to the president um, and just wanting to do whatever he said because he was elected. Whereas Tillerson and Kelly were saying, like, these things are awful for the country. We shouldn't be doing them. Um, well, and that's why they got axed. Well, seemingly, that's what, that's part of it for sure. Because anybody who doesn't support the regime must go. Exactly. 
Um, so uh, that also kind of like points in the direction of I wonder whether or not she's going to try and you know be the vice president, vice presidential candidate. There are also people that say that she is going to run for president in 2024 after Trump is out of office. So wanting to stay in his good graces obviously um, comes along with that. Um, also, the mooch you might remember. I got to move quickly. Scaramucci was his uh, uh, communications director for like 11 days. Um, he was a big defender of pre- President Trump, but he's like gradually gotten onto the other side of the fence where he's like saying bad things. He was on CNN's Reliable Sources. And uh, this is what he said to Brian and Stelter. I think, I think it's not just a Ukrainian call. There will be other elements of this story that unfold where people will say, OK, wait a minute. There's a combination of incompetence. There's a combination of a, a, a destruction of the executive branch of the United States, in addition to the lawlessness uh, and traitorous like behavior. So traitorous like uh, behavior. Oh, there's no question. I mean, you 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 if you're if you're strong word, Anthony. Well, what word would you use? You're you're on the phone with the president of the Ukraine and you're strong arming him uh, to have him go after your political opponent. Okay, that is you're become a traitor to the Constitution and a traitor to the laws of the United States. So do you want to pretend that it's not traitorous behavior? We can pretend that it isn't um, and, and we can continue to gaslight. He's gone from being a, a major defender of the president to now saying that his behavior is traitorous. So hmm. it's a, quite a turn uh, for Anthony Scaramucci. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, News It or Lose It, up next. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Emmy's counting us down, coming out of the music. Five seconds, and we are out of our feelings. Cue the music. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jared. That's Allie. This is News It or Lose It, where I've got five headlines, Allie's got five votes, and you just might get five stories. So, are you ready? Yeah, you're feeling confident. I, I feel pretty good. There's I can one... tell by the, <laughs> the tone of your voice. I feel pretty good. There's one that I'm not so sure about, so let's do it. Mercury will pa- will make a rare pass in front of the sun today, but what does it mean? Yeah. That Sorry. sounds like a you, right? You're like, mm-hmm. Yep, moving on. Here's where veterans can get served with deals and freebies today. Oh, sure, yeah, we should cover that. Pink has advice to vans. Change the bleep world. It, it was in a it was in a acceptance speech that she gave. That's kind of going the walking that people world? are talking about the lace tying world. Yeah. I must know. <laughs> uh, this week's Arctic blast will be so cold. Forecasters expect it to break more than three hundred records across the U.S. I did see this. I don't know that I you oh, knew that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> what? I rang the bell. That's me. I <sighs> it's three hundred records. All right, fine. Um, and then the dictionary.com word of the day is. I know, exactly right. I yeah, totally peer pressured you into that. Me. That's not fair, man. You don't man. have to say it. You can lose it if you want. Yes. No, I, I feel like I have to news it because you wanted to and you said it's 300 records and you d- dinged the bell for me. I mean, it's 300 records. It's <laughs> kind of a big deal. I mean, you make a good point. And the dictionary.com word of the day is lesbian. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, like come on. Exactly. Uh, is devoir. D-E-V-O-I-R. Devoir. Devoir? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say au revoir. The disrespect. How dare you? Mm-mm. All right, we got four headlines coming back for News It or Lose It. Uh, that's coming up next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents... 
News It or Lose It. Being. We've got four headlines here for News It or Lose It. Because I'm um, a horrible human being? You said that, not me. No, you, you. I swear, Those are, just just I said that. literally roll back the tape and hear you say that you're no, a horrible human being. You. That's, no, you. Emmy, I I'm mean, going with four-year-old defense. Can we no, just you. that? Okay. Um, all right. So, veterans, uh, there are plenty of different places that you can go today um, if you are a veteran and get some cool freebies. So, we thought it'd be kind of cool to let you know what some of those places are. Um, some of them are restaurants and some of them are like shopping and entertainment places. Also, a little bit jolly of some loose deals. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Uh, but yes, Chili's is offering veterans and active military members a free meal today uh, from a selection of menu items, including like all kinds of different things on their menu. Applebee's also has an active and retired uh, military members covered with the free dining meal. If you're in the South or on the East Coast, Cracker Barrel. Oh, I love Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, one of the best tasting, kind of racist places yeah. that you can go. Well, I, um, I had that feeling when I walked in. I was like, Was it seems... the Confederate flag? Well, yeah, and I think it was also the very yeah. kitschy, weird gift shop with like alcohol bottles shaped like guns. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, this is probably a little problematic, but I enjoy like this Trump skillet. Country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, if you're uh, able to go to Cracker Barrel, they've got um, Southern Homestyle Holiday think um, uh, treats like a pumpkin pie latte or a double chocolate fudge Coca-Cola cake. Oh, my grandmother used to make a Coca-Cola cake. It's delicious. Really? I've never it's had that before so in my good. life. Um, they'll also be donating 10% of their sales today um, on select rocking chairs to the nonprofit Operation Homefront. You know they sell all those so, rocking chairs out in front of the select store. Select rocking chairs, not, not even all, of them. all the rocking select chairs. Select rocking chairs. So small, uh, like only the ones for children, or what? That's strange. Okay. Denny's um, has for active, non-active, and retired military personnel from five until noon. Um, they're going to be giving out uh, a build-your-own Grand Slam, like you know the Grand Slam is a big thing at yeah. Disney, at Denny's. Um, Golden Corral. They've got Military Appreciation Night for anybody who served in the military. They can get a free thank you dinner. Oh, Charlie's. Have you been to Oh, Charlie's? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, Charlie's is one of the places in the South where I walked in and I knew that we were the only black people in there. And they walked, they, everyone turned around and looked at us. And I was like, oh, well, this is fun. Uh, Can I speak to Charlie? Exactly. But the food was good. Um, <laughs> IHOP has free food and Dunkin' Donuts is giving away um, a uh, free donut of your choice if you're at Dunkin' Donuts. Just one? Well, I mean, what do you want? A whole dozen? Yeah. I mean, they're veterans. Think about how many you'd run out of donuts that day. Okay. All right. So what? Give away a donut to the veteran. Yeah, I will give my donut. I will give my set. You have. You get your own free donut, and then I'll give you my donut. So cut that to you the two. Cut to the footage of Allie like being dragged out and arguing with someone over. Donut. I will buy more donuts to give uh, to him. <laughs> there are you also get- great deals going on at Target. Great clips. Goodyear Auto Service. They're doing free checks um, of your, on your tires for veterans. Amazon is giving away um, uh, a an Amazon Prime uh, gift card for seventy nine dollars. Cool. Um, and um, the National Park Service invites veterans and their families to enjoy a free entrance at its more than four hundred national parks for veterans day the free entrance does not cover amenity fees or activities such as camping boat launches or tours that, that fine print is always important well i do think that veterans are entitled to some freebies year-round but it's nice to have a day where you're getting a ton of them at once there you go so make the rounds i hope every veteran gets the day off today so that she could just go back and forth to yeah. every single location and uh, quick, eat like a king or queen quick correction amazon is making prime less expensive there's like a discount for military people it's not free um uh, we've got well, more news. Forget it, then. Exactly. More news that are losing after this. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right, Allie. 
Oh, We're pressed for time, uh-huh. which means we've got a minute and 20 seconds per story. Are no, you ready? Oh, again? Again. I'm sorry. I don't this make This is rules. not good for my anxiety condition. Oh, that's fun. I mean, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> wow, that was so fake. Yeah, sorry about that. I mean, oh, no. Love All right, well, let's get started. All right, let's start. Um, last night, Pink won um, a, the People's Champion of 2019 at the E! People's Choice Awards last night. Uh, she got up there, and she had something really dope to say. This is what it was. There is so much to be done. I don't care about your politics. I care about your kids. I care about... I care about decency and humanity and kindness. Kindness today is an act of rebellion. There are people that don't have what you have. Help them get it. There is a planet that needs help. It feels good to help. It feels powerful to help. Stop fighting each other and help each other. Get together with your friends and change the f***ing world. (laughs) <laughs> so Pink um, I was like when's the F-bomb coming I know, I know right there's gotta be there's gotta she swears be a lot um, I just love Pink like she's so talented she's gorgeous she's like a good human being and I love how open and honest she is about like the things that she's gone through and uh, just her wanting to be a better person so just always been a big fan of Pink yeah 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 and I, I think she's very and she's an amazing singer like, and she's a, a very outspoken mom too yeah. because I think she was subject to a lot of mom shaming mm. I, I forget why but there's been a bunch of stuff in her Instagram about her getting mom shamed and she, every single time she shuts them down so perfectly yeah. she's just like oh, shut your time. up sorry oh, oh. You was literally like, is a Hallmark were, you were literally saying shut up as the bell started to ring alright like, the next story Lori Mercury <laughs> Mercury is going to be making uh, or uh, has just made a rare pass in front of the sun today um, they say over at CNN forget blue moons even more rare is when the planet Mercury passes right across the middle of the sun the transit began this morning at 735 eastern time and it takes more than five hours for Mercury to pass from one side of the sun to the other. They say the transit ended around 1.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, a Mercury transit, as it's called, only occurs 13 times per 100 years, according to NASA, and it won't be seen from North America again for another 30 years um, or from anywhere until 2032. Well, great. I'm so glad we were stuck in a radio studio and not able to look at that in any way. Well, technically, that that was right before we went on the air, so you should have been outside. That's your fault. Okay. Well, but I didn't know about this. Uh, listen, it was Why 9.45. You, that was before Crosstalk. No, you did this to yourself. I should have gotten some cayenne and some jasmine and a and weird tea leaves and a and some Kool-Aid. feather. Yeah. Um, they say the some transit Kool-Aid. time means watchers on the East Coast will be able to see the whole thing. Or were able to see the whole thing, but viewers almost anywhere other um, in other places around North America wouldn't necessarily mince out since Mercury will uh, make its journey when the sun is up on the West Coast. They say other places in the world though weren't able to see it. Places like Australia, most of Asia, and Alaska uh, weren't able to see it. They say the transits allow astronomers to study the movement of planets and stars. Okay, no! okay. Lori Loughlin. It's only annoying when it happens to me. Bradley um, Cooper. <laughs> and a Christmas movie that David loves. Shout out to David. <laughs> that um, David loves. And then uh, they say this week's Arctic blast will be so cold forecasters expect it to break more than 300 records across the country, um, which is just wild like if there if ever there's an indicator of like some kind of that climate change is doing something when 300 records are being broken one week you can tell that something's going on well yeah i mean the, and i i do 
get a little irritated with all the big buzzwords that they use. They'll be like an Arctic blast or like the the but when the butterflies were all over, it was like the butterfly swarm. And it was like, all right, man, they're getting a little dramatic. But 300 records is a lot. And I do notice that this is a th- I mean, I notice it by my house because a couple weeks ago it was th- uh, 31 degrees when I went to my car in the morning. And then this past week it was 90 degrees during the day. So it makes zero sense that that should be the case. Well, they say the next five to seven days won't just be cold. They're going to be the coldest, according to the data from the National Weather Service, which predicts more than 300 uh, record breaks um, over the next month. They say um, it's all part of an Arctic blast that's hitting the East Coast, bringing the coldest air of the season to the eastern two-thirds of the country. On Monday, temperatures are expected to plummet in the Great Plains before moving further east on to Tuesday and Wednesday. But even here... Oh, God. Holly Hunter. (laughs) Uh, But here in L.A., it's definitely been cold like I said I was telling a friend like I finally have to close all my windows and doors like it is the, the colder season is definitely here but depending on where you are in the country it's going to be really cold so make yeah. sure you're aware of uh, what's happening with extreme weather we're going to continue uh, drop the subject right after this drop the subject the new channel Q well, Allison, we've got a breaking story coming out of New Jersey. Oh, Jared Hill's news voice, everyone. Here we go. <laughs> a very special Thanksgiving report. The headline says, New Jersey homeowners say aggressive turkeys are terrorizing their community. Oh, it looks like they're the ones flipping the bird, Jared. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to see how many of these I, I can wasn't do. I was ready for that one. Just, I didn't realize you had one already. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, ready? I'm ready. A large flock of aggressive wild turkeys appears to be exacting some Thanksgiving revenge, having swooped down on a nowhere out of nowhere on a once tranquil New Jersey 55 and over community that is now being terrorized by the unwelcome invaders. No one appears to be happy as the birds are mean. (laughs) As many as 60 of them have muscled in on Holiday City in Tom's River and become a, a gobbling nuisance, according to reports. Well, looks like these birds do give a flock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. Um, one resident told News 12, the turkeys are taking over. It's like an infestation. Oh, looks like these residents would give an arm and a leg to make it stop, Jarrett. <laughs> the woman said people think it's a laughing matter, but it's serious. She says, when I can't get out of my car or can't get into my house because they won't go away and you can't get them to go away and they go to bite you, yes, it's a problem. Well, that's one way to get your oil packed. <laughs> what? <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's going down. It's all downhill from here. Sorry, Jared. distinguished newsman. <clears throat> the station reported that the turkeys have broken windows in Holiday City. Broken wind? Those? Broken windows. Um, it's also being reported that uh, that their brand new vehicles are they're pecking into the roofs of the buildings. One of the women said, "All I'm looking for is that they be moved. Put them in a big property with hundreds of acres." Mm. Can't wait to walk along those gobblestone streets. That might be easier said than done. (laughs) Despite fielding a number of complaints, the local animal control office can't do anything about the turkeys due to state regulations. It's a nuisance, they say. Wildlife, we are not licensed to trap, relocate, or as they would or as they use the word, harass the turkeys, or any wildlife for that matter, that are a nuisance, according to um, Tom River 
Toms River Animal Control. They say News 12 reported being told the state officials, uh, wildlife officials were aware of the situation, but that was all they said. The wild turkeys weigh between 16 and 24 pounds and can run up to 20 miles an hour. Well, looks like birds of a feather maim together. I think this is really great. I mean, these are the birds, obviously, fighting back. They are over being used. We are used. the birds. Are, we are the birds. We are Thanksgiving. It's true. I mean, people cooking people. Let me turn these okay. down. Okay, no? Uh, Too much? Mm, mm, yeah. Like, <laughs> went a little Donner party there. Um... I think that these are the turkeys fighting back, and I think this is good news for those people that we read about earlier in the show for the Monday Munch Report, people who have been peddling pheasant and ducks Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and other birds that you can be eating during the Thanksgiving holiday, because I think these turkeys, they've had enough. I'm surprised you didn't have like a wild turkey pun in there. You're surprised... Gave you seven gold at least. No, you gave you were fantastic. I'm not saying that you didn't do good work. Oh, like drinking wild turkey? Yeah, like, you know... Wild turkey at your Thanksgiving table or something. I don't know. I don't know. That, I was, was, that was a great one. Well, thank that you. That was a great way to punch out. I really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should have done one about you know, wild turkey at your Thanksgiving table or you something. You know, it's wild turkey bourbon. You should have had like a cocktail joke maybe. Oh, I see. Yeah. You might need a little shot of wild turkey to combat the wild turkey. Or a shot at a wild turkey to oh, combat a wild turkey. Okay. But actually, you're not allowed to do that according to the wildlife folks. Well, that's a really fantastic way to end this. Yeah. Well, That yeah. wasn't awkward at all. Thank you. <laughs> We'll be right back with a happy happy ending. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, Allison Johnson, we're about to land this plane. However, we've got to get to the gayest news headlines of the week. I'm glad that we're going to land this plane safely after listening to that gender reveal audio earlier in the show. I'm a little nervous about flying. Well, there you go. Fair enough. So... We're going to start off with some gay news headlines because every week we give you uh, four finalists for the gayest news headline of the week. As you know, we're always looking at the news and occasionally we'll read a headline and say, wow, that is very gay. Very Channel Q, as we say. And then we post the finalists on our Instagram story at DTS Show. If you're not following us already, please do. Give us a follow. Just hit follow. We'll follow you back. All right? Damn it. If you're trying to grow followers, then we are too. Just we'll scratch each other's backs. All right? Here are the four headlines, and then we will announce the official winner. This is the gayest news headline of the week. Oh, we don't have that. Okay, great. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Ginger Justin's out today. He'll be back tomorrow. Ginger Justin usually running the gayest news headline of the week intro. So here we go. The first headline was... Are you going to keep crunching? That, I just realized. The intro? Sorry. Thank you. I was trying to give you some kind of sound effect. The first headline is... Which is long, kind of channel Q. All right. Headline it's number one. It's Monday munchy, if nothing else. It's true. Headline number one. Scientists open up about their probe in New York City. <laughs> headline number two. Jimmy Dean is giving away sausage-flavored candy canes for Christmas this year. I mean, what else do you want? Headline, that's got to be the winner. Hold on. Headline number three. There's no party like a pickle party. Oh, well, that's a good one. And then finally, headline number four. Katie Holmes sh- uh, channels fall style in combat boots and mom jeans. Well, that one speaks to your heart, doesn't it? It certainly does. But after 
sure the voting was complete and tabulated. It doesn't matter what I think. It's what the people think. The Electoral College has announced. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the people have chosen and the winner is. Is it Jimmy Dean? Please let it be Jimmy it Dean. It is. There's no party like a pickle party. Okay. Okay. Congratulations, oh. pickle party. Not mad at that one. I, I thoroughly agree. I think it's a great, great choice. And now we close it off with some happy endings. That one we got. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, Allie? We talked about some sad things today. We talked about some nice things today? We did. We talked about some difficult things today. Yeah, so it's nice to uh, just end things on a happy note. We take something that maybe was a little bit of a bummer or maybe was a little more... Uh, Serious, and then we put a silver lining on it and give it to you to take throughout the rest of your day. Do you want me to start? Sure, go for it. Okay. <clears throat> yes, it's true that turkeys are being eaten this this month, and it's a bummer, and turkeys are fighting back because they're really upset about it. But while one 90s band may have said, don't, don't go chasing waterfalls, the list, according to the list that... This is so badly worded. <laughs> According to the list that you gave about other birds we should be eating, you should go chasing waterfowls. Oh, okay. Yeah? I get it. Yeah? Yeah. That was kind of... Po- you look so pleased with yourself right now. I, but I also look like I need validation. <laughs> that was not bad. It was great. I'm looking at great. you like... Yeah. Uh, uh, I tried. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. All right. What Better about- than what I have going on over here. <laughs> Uh, Emmy, what you what you got? Well, mine's more of a subjective thing, okay. and it just is a, more of a happy ending for me. Oh, great! Because I thought I was the only person that got like fixated on certain foods and like eat them like mm-hmm. literally one thing for like a long period yeah. of time. But you Aww. have done it with grilled cheese. Yeah, so it makes me feel bad, better that I uh, don't feel the need to diversify my food. That is very nice. Yes, that's personal happy ending. What was the last thing that you ate consistently over one period of time, Emmy? Uh, Basically, Smucker's peanut butter and jelly (laughs) sandwiches, but that's normal. Hey, I had a... Oh, really? I just get fixated on them, and I get like the the 20 packs. I also had a (laughs) PB&J this weekend, and I was like, damn, this is a good sandwich. There's nothing wrong with a great PB&J. I was watching Shark Tank last night, and a man had a, what he called a peanut butter (laughs) pump. And it was a pump to like smoothly put out peanut butter, so you have to spread it. (gasps) Oh, they have that at the frozen yogurt places, right? Like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All the sharks passed on it. So <laughs> that was, you know. Um, all right. The people who use a plane to reveal the gender of their baby may have gone terribly wrong. Yeah. But look at the bright side. We also learned the gender of two idiots, the mom and the dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, right. That was great. That was a good one. Thank you. Cray, cray. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, you know, they can't all be winners, but every now and then, sometimes, yeah, that's we might true. hit one. You get, you get a gem every once in a while. That's what's important. Uh, all right. Well, tomorrow we have lots of great things in store to you uh, for you. We have just the Tip Tuesday, and we'll be sharing what are some of the reasons or the things or the tactics that companies use to get you to spend too much money on Black Friday. Mm. We'll also be talking to Dr. Jen, I, bet, I, I guess... 
think about how to get your resistant partner into couples therapy. Yeah, right? we're gonna talk to her about like if you're if you think that you guys need couples therapy, but your partner doesn't think so, how to make that how to bridge that divide or, or make that connection. We also continue sharing the best Thanksgiving songs of 2019, and we have another drop the subjects favorite things to get to. Yeah, so I will be giving show you. Tomorrow. I'll be giving you my favorite things list. Some of them are things you can buy, and some are things that money just can't buy. Yeah, and for anyone who wants to keep up on my favorite things list that I gave today, I'm going to tweet that out for you. Oh, that's so generous of yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Just if you want to add those to your Amazon cart. A lot mm. of them you can't even buy. I was going to say, I, it'd be hard to find them, but I'm sure they'd be expensive. <laughs> no, they're not. Or Priceless. There, there we go. Huh? We'll see you tomorrow. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Hello there.